0: Welcome to when Mint by Those AMAs, your one-stop shop for all things NFT. When Mint Podcast is produced by Those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. right welcome back to another episode of one mint by those amas i'm your host the machinist and today i am joined by ian and big cat they are co-founders over there at league of lions and they have some really really cool stuff going on you guys have to stick around just as a little teaser right i don't know uh, if anyone has ever minted an nft before that has a breeding program that takes true genetics into count but if you haven't or even if you you have i'd like to hear about it because as far as i know uh these are the only guys doing it and it's super super exciting so you're definitely going to want to stick around and hear what they're doing right this is what it's all about is projects doing the next best thing right and pushing the envelope because that is how we're going to better this space and make the cardano nft scene everything that we all know it can and will be. And don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode to find out what we're doing for today's Every Episode NFT giveaway. Because nobody does it like those AMAs. And keep in mind while you're listening today, right? If you love everything that Big Cat and Ian are talking about and you love all the plans that League of Blinds has for this space and for their community, then head on over to the beta version of our app. You can find it in your web browser by typing in whenmint.com dot app and give them a follow right throw them five stars bump up the trust for me because that is what it's all about is getting out there and supporting projects and project founders that you love but with that that's enough out of me so without further ado my conversation with ian and big cat zach enjoy ian big cat how are you guys today thank you so much for taking the time to join me yes ken it's really good of- to be here thank you I've been really looking forward to digging in to League of Lions, and I can't wait to get started. But we should probably introduce everyone to you guys. So what do you say, Ian? Please tell us who you are, where you're from, what got you into cryptocurrency, and eventually League of Lions.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I'm Ian, known as a lion tamer on the Discord. Um, I started back uh, in crypto in 2017. Before that, I actually was in advertising for over 10 years and before that I had owned a few businesses before selling them and moving abroad in 2004. Um, But when I came into crypto in 2017, it was a bit really by accident. I had um, just come out of advertising. I was working for a company and I was developing my own company and uh, I brought on a designer to do some web design for me and he wanted to paid in Bitcoin. So at the time I hadn't. Any experience with Bitcoin. I knew about it but I've never ever handled it or anything so I went anyway and bought it, gave him it and I left some lying in my account. And a few months later I went back and it was like it was like three four times what the value was before. So it got me intrigued and uh, well at that point I started reading up on it. I watched hundreds of hours of videos. I basically learned everything. Initially, I started off doing trading, day trading, and uh, then in January, I think it was 2018, the market crashed and everything i had built up was like, had went down overnight. So I got a bit annoyed at this and then I started looking for more um, ways of passive income and I came into the master node space. Um, it was very good, um, but like everything, it's it has its days and uh Eventually, then I moved on and I set up my own masternode platform, uh, Vault Investments platform. Um, soon after starting Vault Platform, Zach was introduced. Sorry, I doxxed him. No That's worries.
0: Okay. Ah, we know who you are now, Zach. Big cat Zach. Zach is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> sorry we have two Zachs on the team, which makes it more confusing. So,
0: <laughs> You're Zach number one right Uh, yeah yeah you're the original zach and (laughs) then the other guy that that's just you know that that's yeah
2: z-mac has to be number two right
0: oh z-mac yeah
1: risky oh all right gotcha yeah
0: Yeah, he's a great guy risky's the best
1: all right anyway sorry and continue sorry about that so anyway i met zach in 2018 he came in as an investor um seemed to like what was doing before moving in as an advisor and well the rest is history. We have discussed so many business things together. we formed quite a good bond. We know each other personally. When I say personally, we've spoken on the phone, video calls, and we chat, I would say, probably every day. So uh, we've got to know each other, you know, as, as a people as well as just in business. Um, so, yeah, we uh, started discussing different things to do. And then back in, I think it was late- in uh, 2021, we were starting to talk about the NFT space. And then Big Cat said to me, here, go and check this out and uh, do some research into it. So I went off on my own for, I would say, a couple of months, researched everything, got into projects, started learning about everything. And then we met back up and really discussed about forming our own project. So that's where Legal of Lions first came from. Excellent. And thank goodness that the path took you uh, on the road that it
0: did, right? Because League of Lions is pretty, pretty exciting. I cannot wait to see uh, what you guys have planned for the community in the future. And you're absolutely right. You need to 100% be very close with your co-founders, right? When working with someone in business, you need to know them as a person, right? Louie and I do the same thing. We're on the phone Every single day, never met in person, but uh, every day, right? Whether it's video, over the phone, whatever. And it's super, super important. All right. Well, with that, uh, we should go over to Big Cat or Big Zach or or Zach Cat. Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead, Big Cat. Who are you? Where are you from? What got you into crypto? And eventually, League of Lions. Sure.
2: Um, I'll attempt the brief version. Uh, I studied business and finance in college. Uh, Went out, worked for a company or two. Um, I think I always had more of that pioneering spirit. I knew I always wanted to do my own thing. So in my 20s, I started my first company in the construction-related fields. Um, I opened another one over the course of time. It's a lot of work back and forth in that field. Um, I ended up selling those as we got more and more into manufacturing. And that's still what I do to this day. Um, We manufacture in a couple of different areas in the southeast. And um, I'm also involved in real estate. As far as in crypto, I got my feet wet in 2017. I was tinkering around. I I guess I didn't go the traditional route. I saw Bitcoin. I read up on it. I understood. Um, I jumped into XRP first because I liked the concept. I don't necessarily like the way Ripple has ever handled it ever since, but I still understand the concept and I appreciate it. I did get into Cardano shortly after that. Um, To this day, I hold every Cardano I've ever bought except for buying (laughs) NFTs. So, a bit of a degen there, but um, I've, never, I've never sold any. Even at that $3 mark, which, yeah, I'd like to take that back now, but it'll happen again. <laughs> oh, it will. Um, it, certainly. I really appreciate how Cardano has always separated itself from the Ethereum style, and, you know, a bit of the fallout with the DAO attack and Ethereum Classic coming online. And uh, that's, that's where I really got a bad taste in my mouth with Ethereum. You know, if you're going to have a blockchain and it's going to be immutable you don't get to stop it and go back in time and just go, well, we made a mistake. Let's have a do over. And, uh, I suppose it was fortunate though, because it kind of, kind of forced Hoskinson's hand and says, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Let's do something better. Like Ian was saying, we, we were talking late in 2021 and, uh, I was tinkering around with Cardano boss cat rocket club was my first experience there tinkering around community was really welcoming to newcomers. And I appreciated that. Honestly, I, when I The first time I read about crypto, I got it. It just made perfect sense. The first time I read about NFTs, eh, maybe it's my age. It's like, well, I don't know about all this. This, this seems a little hokey. Until uh, I listened to an interview one time, and they were discussing the things I hadn't thought about. They're discussing this is the first time in history that an artist can get paid after the fact for their work. And at that point, the light bulb went off. It's like, this is revolutionary because artists have really been getting the short end of this for forever and ever. I mean, they sell a piece and then the big money is made after the fact. They usually see very little of it unless they're lucky enough to get famous within their lifetimes. Right. And that's
0: uh, relatively rare. That's a very, very good point. And I don't think it's just your age, right? And you're not that old. Come on. You're, you're a young fellow. Look, you got more <laughs> hair than I do. Uh, yeah. But that's enough About all of that because we're not interested in crypto today we are interested in the league of lions and this really cool mint you guys have coming up on the second for your tree of life lifetime passes so now before we really dig into what league of lions is all about right and all the benefits and everything else that you guys have what can you tell us about this mint just so we can get those basics out of the way for people that do want to get involved so like the mint date the price the collection count all of that good stuff
1: Okay, well, as you said, Mint's on September 2nd. It is a whitelist-only Mint. There is no public Mint. But we make it easy uh, for someone at the moment that wants to come in and wants a whitelist. You know, we make it easy. All they have to do is is go to Wem mint and vouch for us and give us some support and uh, do a few other things on the server and we'll give them a, a whitelist. The thing with our whitelist is we have what we call the whitelist challenge, which basically means starting from tomorrow, and we haven't announced it yet, um, we will give 72 hours for anyone that wants to sell it back to us for 25 era, which basically means that we're giving free money away before fulfillment has even happened. We're using our money, not the Mint money that we left, um, and we have a limit of 100 in those. So for the first 100 people that want to sell a whitelist back to us, we're here, and that'll be announced later today, starting tomorrow. Just real quick, let, let me ask, before we move past that, I've never heard of
0: anyone doing that, any project doing that. Well, what's the reasoning behind allowing them to sell these whitelists back? Is that just to make sure it gets into the hands of people that really
1: want them and are 100% going to use that whitelist spot? During our research, we found that there are so many flippers on the market You're happy to flip for $15.28 a profit after the mint on the secondary market, which can damage a project, so we're kind of doing it in reverse. We're sweeping the floor before it goes to mint to try and keep those paper hands out of it.
0: That's actually a pretty cool idea, right? Because if all you're in this for is to try to mint something and then make $25.8 or or whatever, you know, a couple bucks, then all right, well, here, just take your profit, right, (laughs) and give us back the whitelist spot and let's get this to somebody that's going to lock this thing up so it never sees the light of day again and truly get all the benefits from this. Now these lifetime passes, there are a ton of benefits and they are super, super exclusive, right? There's only a thousand of these. The artwork is amazing, but that is just a bonus. This also gives them early guaranteed whitelists to any future collection that League of Lions has, there's discounts on all future mints, profit sharing from all secondary market sales of these lifetime passes, and a private lounge not only in your Discord server but in your upcoming metaverse as well. So, you guys, I mean, you have packed so much utility into these passes to be honest who would want to give that up for, for 25 ADA, right? I
1: mean, I wouldn't. I think you probably answered the question and the reason we set the challenge. We actually set it away back at the very beginning when we first started. So it was like, okay, we have to prove ourselves here or we're going to get a lot of whitelists back. But I mean, we are open. If somebody wants to sell them, we're here and we'll pay them the 25 ADA, first 100. I'm not sure if we'll make 100, but... As I say, we're, we're happy enough to pay if they want to give us And But uh, yeah, who wants to sell with all those benefits?
0: You guys have put a lot of work into this too. And I'm just reading here on the website. And remember, everyone listening, all of the official links for League of Lines can be found in the show notes. So definitely get down there and check these guys out because this does look uh, really beautiful. Really cool. And if you believe in this project and what they're trying to do, this lifetime pass will definitely be something that you are interested in trying to get your hands on. Uh, And don't wait till the second, right? Like you heard these guys say, you need to get that whitelist spot. Definitely keep that in mind. But I guess, right, we should get into what some of your plans are for the future. So what can you guys tell us about League of Lions, right? What do we need to know? Well, League of
2: Lions is um, story-oriented, so there, there will be lore that goes with it. Um, as we said, uh, one of the ideas with the project is to establish passive income, but to establish it in a sustainable way. Um, what we get, I think, all of us get so fed up in this space, uh, and people ape into it. You, you see these crazy returns of a hundred, a thousand percent, and then everyone's shocked how they they got rug pulled. Well, well, of course you got rug pulled. <laughs> it's not sustainable. Uh, our big thing is finding a way that maintains the project, gets us funds to keep going comfortably, conservatively, but also keeps giving back to our supporters. So starting with the uh, TOLs here, these Tree of Lifes, the 25% of any secondary sales on them go back to the holders. So, you know, in, a say, a, a quick napkin-type example, 100,000 ADA, if you're dividing that by the 1,000 holders, well, on a disbursement of that level, then you have 25 ADA back right then. Well, you're 25% of the way back to even you know, four of those disbursements, however short or long. And after that, you're into passive income territory. And that is what we're trying to establish with whatever piece you buy, that it, it's not one of these situations where, oh, well, now I have to buy this just to maintain. And now I have to buy these three things. We want you to, of course, we want you to be part of the community and to contribute. But we do want to, to sort of leave you a bit of an off ramp. It's like, well, I'm busy right now. I don't have time to check into it. And even without that, you come back a few months later and you're still making a passive income for what you did invest in, not just throwing it somewhere and go, well, all right, that was a waste. I'm never going to see a-, a cent on that again.
0: Right. And what you said is 100% correct. You can't just keep having mints over and over again every time you run out of money, right? That is not how a business works. A business has to be able to stand on its own two feet and create its own income, right? Its own funding. And then uh, you can comfortably share some of that income with your investors. That you guys are building this like a true business and you want this to function like a true business is extremely important for investors to know because this is the direction that NFT projects need to go in, right? If we truly want to be taken seriously in a financial Mm -hmm. sense.
2: Sure. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, that's one of the things that somewhat irks me, th- though I get it, with the crypto space. And, you know, over the years here, whether it's um, especially the masternode field was rather notorious for um, some great ideas, total lack of a business plan, they run out of money, then they have to rug because there's nothing to keep the project going because they're trying to give away these crazy ROI schemes. Um, a lot of crypto, there are some fantastic ideas going on. In most cases, I would say the majority. There, there's no business acumen going on because they don't have any business skills. Where Ian and I both come from the world of business, I, I like being able to incorporate the two. I know how to run businesses. I know how to watch the bottom line. I'm great at accounting. All, all of this matters. You know, you you can't. Well, you can, but it's tough. If you're flying the plane and trying to repair it, you know, are you learning business as you go while you're launching the project? It's a uh, it's a pretty high bar to try to cross if you if you don't have some of the experience overrunning a company. You know, I have a friend in I can say the name. I won't say his name. I'll say the company. Um, ooh, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, it's a large company. Anybody would have heard of it. It's a crypto company. Um, they're rebuilding the internet. They've been doing this for years and years now. Every time I talked to
0: him, he said, the problem is, he said, it's a shit show. Hopefully I can say that on the air. Yeah, no, you're fine. I'll, I'll smash the explicit button. We can say whatever we want. The Spotify police will not come to my house. They might go to your house, but not mine. Very home.
2: well. He said, once again, he said, uh, the founder is brilliant. He said, uh, I truly believe in the vision. He says, no one has any business acumen. He says, we're running around. It's like herding cats. He said, and he said, he said and we had talked about this many times before.
0: He said, I truly see now working for a company what you were saying it's a very good point you brought up right and a lot of people don't realize that they get into projects and then it rugs out and they say, well i don't understand why this didn't succeed and then you realize the founder was like a 13 year old kid you know in his mom's <laughs> basement or, or something and that's Correct. you know great for him way to be a, a solopreneur at, at 13 if you can make it work but the more experience that founders have in the business the better chances of that project doing well right because when you invest in an nft project you know the artwork for the tree of life your lions and your lionesses and the cubs in the future all of that is just a facade for the people behind it right really what investors are doing are taking their money handing it to you guys and saying i trust you make my money make money for me please and that's a big responsibility, and to have a team that is as well-versed in business as you guys are is 100% a huge benefit to the project. So that's, I mean, right there, man, that, that's great. I'm glad we went down this path because this is a very important thing uh, for investors to hear. So this first collection is just these Tree of Life, right, these early access kind of OG Passes that have those benefits all the way into the future for all of your upcoming mints. But you guys have a lot of plans for other launches in the future, including your lions and your lionesses and the cubs and everything else. So, you guys want to dig into that a bit? Absolutely. So, when he and I were first uh, throwing
2: the idea around, uh, he had the idea for the lions and we came up with the name. And um, uh, he's really fantastic at coming up with a concept. And I think I tend to excel at sort of taking the, the material and then getting creative with it once he sort of said, well, here, let's here's a general framework. Go. <laughs> so on that, it, it just something clicked pretty quickly to me. It's like, well, if we're going to do this, are, are we we're not going to do just the same thing or why would we bother? We, there, we don't need 100 projects that are doing the exact same thing. So what is what makes us different? Why do we want to do this? So we started talking about lions and the lionesses. And then I said, well, if we're going to do cubs, we need to do something different here. We need to actually maybe apply real genetics to this. And uh, so both of us got pretty excited about that. We're chatting a bit. And uh, we both have a good friend who goes by Dr. Lion, who is a Ph.D. and a geneticist and a lecturer and an assistant professor. And uh, so I presented it to him the next day. And... uh, I think he was humoring me at first, going, ah, okay, I know a little bit about NFTs. It ah, sounds interesting. He says, you, you know, I, I will support you guys what you're up to. And then I got to the Cubs and that we were going to employ real genetics on this. And he was beside himself. He couldn't shut up. And he was going, nope. He said, I'm in. I'm in. We have to do this. He said, you know, this is my, my job. It's my passion. It's what I live for. He said, uh, that, that's it. He said, sign me up. We're going to do this. And uh, the rest of it's just not looking back. But um, I really appreciate him in that he's adamant that um, if he's going to do the genetics, this is this is sort of his baby. You know, we're, we're all input together, the three of us. He said, but he said, you know, this isn't a parlor trick. He says, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this correctly. This is going to be scientifically verifiable, you know, from from all my teaching with the kids and all my learning over the decades. He said, we're, we're going to do this correctly. So I, I feel that really... If it has been done before, maybe somewhere on Ethereum, I have not seen it before, personally. I, I think that's one of the things that sets us apart.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I I really want to hear more about this. So you guys, so so let me guess, right? I'm going to try to fill in some blanks here. So you're going to have your Lion Mint, right? And then you'll have a lioness S Mint. And then somehow you guys will have a breeding program where actual genetics that are in the metadata from your lion and your lioness are merged together to make this cub is that what you guys are doing correct you 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 nailed it on the head that is freaking amazing guys that really is because usually when people do something like this it's just okay you got a male you got a female here you go you know hopefully you get a rare one (laughs) but i mean how in depth is this How, how do these genetics work Oh, that, that'll be a doctor... Uh, yeah, I'll say
2: Mike. Mike's a common name. I didn't out him too much. <laughs> that, that'll that be a question for him as we go. I And I don't want to get too far into it just yet, as um, Ian has noticed a habit back in the uh, Masternode world with Vault. Um, he'd... Uh, Launch an idea and then uh, a week later we'd see it somewhere else. It's like, well, I, I know imitation and flattery and the like, but
0: uh, that's not cool. <laughs> right. And that's a good point. This sounds really, really cool, guys. And I can't wait to see uh, how this all plays out. So let me ask you about benefits. So if people go out, right, and they mint one of your lions or your lionesses or anything else, how does that benefit the investor? This is going to be
2: um, so the first one with the tree of life. That will actually be secondaries
0: with giving uh,
2: Ada. Right. Back. And when
0: you said before secondary sales, you meant royalties from secondary sales, correct? 25% of Cor- the royalties. Correct. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Correct.
2: <laughs> yeah. Th- thank you for clarifying that. On when we release the Lions, there will be a clause token, which has already been secured the the name, the amounts, and that will work into the ecosystem. So at that point, we're going to have that running the ecosystem rather than also doing ADA back to
0: uh, the general Lion and Lioness holders. Right, excellent. And now Claws, how will they be able to use this? I know you guys have a metaverse planned in the future. So is there going to be merch stores? Will this be able to be used in the metaverse? Because that's the trick to making any native asset valuable, is not only to give it out, but to have a way to get it back, right? To give them something to spend it on.
2: Ian, I'll let you handle that. That's a little more of your baby.
1: Okay, sure. The class token uh, will be integrated into our Vault platform. At the moment, we have a platform which is three and a half years old. Um, it's got Bitcoin and some master node coins. It's also got the Vault coin on it and some unique features that we developed ourselves, including what we call the Cryo program, which basically is like having DeFi in... Um, It's not DeFi, it's more like a centralized DeFi. Whereas we actually lock coins on the platform. They never ever leave the platform, but they act like just normal coins generate rewards. You can take those rewards out and you can sell them on the exchange. So we're going to put more on exchange into the platform. We're going to pair our clouds with Bitcoin, with ADA, with possibly other tokens. And uh, we'll give it some value through that. The clause Token will also be given to the Toll holders, the Tree Life holders, um, after they've mended them, I uh, will give those out, and they'll also be given to the Lions. They'll also be used whenever we come around to breeding, where they can actually pay for the breeding with the clause Token. So it'll be integrated right into our whole ecosystem.
0: Excellent. No, this does sound like a very, very well laid out plan. And I'm looking through your white paper here, right? And you guys really, really have done an amazing job. Most white papers that projects have are light papers right if if that let's be honest but you guys put a ton of work into making sure that everything is laid out in a clear and concise manner all of the official links for league of lions including this white paper can be found in the show notes so always right and they even say it themselves here at league of lions right you have to do your own research every investment has to be right for you but they make it very very easy to get some very detailed information on this project and you guys have a lot of really really interesting looking stuff on here so what can you tell me about oh then i lost my notes that i wrote see speaking of people uh everything crypto being a shit show welcome to the best podcast in the space <laughs> where the guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing where the hell did i lose it this is the
1: best podcast you are the best in the space Absolutely. Well, thank you.
0: See, this is why I edit because then nobody knows I'm an idiot and it really helps. Oh, I was going to ask about the syndicate leagues.
2: If I could, I wanted to add one more thing with the genetics aspect and because, you know, that's one of the big things. And then I will let uh, Ian get into the syndicate leagues because that was his creation, his baby. I don't want to step on his toes there. Gotcha. Uh, but going back to the genetics really quickly. Uh, so it doesn't just stop with the cubs. You know, the cubs will, will grow. They will become adults over time the clause token will be integrated into that as well. And uh, there's one of the reasons we felt we didn't want to create a token just to create a token. We see that done all the time, and I'm I'm a big proponent of asking the question, why do you need a token? Well, why don't you just start a business without one? Cuz usually a token is an afterthought. Oh, well, we can call it crypto if we make a token. Well, that, that's not that, that's lame on so many levels. Right. The the token is integrated into helping the cubs grow up, anything that needs to be required for that but it's also integrated in that it's not a cash grab you don't have to keep throwing more ad and more ad at it just to stay within the space if you're if you're a holder and you're somewhat active with the community you're going to get these tokens and then you know the ecosystem where the token comes back that you don't get hyperinflation is that you're using these tokens that you're staking or rewarded putting it back into the system to keep the development going and, and that's how the cycle works So, when the cubs eventually become adults, they have their own properties, they already have their own genetics, and now you have grandparents that have come in because those cubs, being adults, will mate as well. Excuse me. There's yet another series of genetics that are happening now, once again different from what the cubs were.
0: If you make a cub, if I, if I use my lion and my lioness to make a cub, it's not going to be a cub forever. This isn't like a Peter Pan cub then. This guy is <laughs> going to grow old uh, someday and then can actually have cubs of his own. Yeah, this is really cool, man. And I think you're right. I haven't seen anyone do anything like this. And I mean, I've done almost, this is almost episode 80, uh, and that's not including everything else that I've looked at and researched that I turned away a- and- You guys are way ahead of the pack, at least in my opinion. I think this is super, super cool.
2: So It's going to take a lot of work, but we're really pleased with it so far.
0: No, absolutely. And anything worthwhile does take a lot of work, right? And it's not easy to be the first. You're going to do a great job, I'm sure. And it's setting a great example for other projects, right? To think outside the box and do something new, right? Don't do what everyone else has already done because... That's no way to stand out from the crowd. And League of Lines definitely does stand out from the crowd. Now, I would like to also ask about the Syndicate Leagues. And uh, I think Ian could probably give us some really good info on that. What do you say, Ian?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, the Syndicate Leagues start with your tool, your Tree of Life. It is an essential piece that you need to form your Syndicate. So realistically, there's a thousand tools that can only ever be. 1000 syndicate leagues but we're probably never ever going to see anywhere near that that number but anyway um you get your cubs or sorry you get your lions and your lionesses and your cubs and your toe you need actually all the pieces to form your syndicate league and uh, without getting into too, too much detail because we're actually going to rewrite the white paper there'll be another version once the tree of life mint is over we'll be de- redoing the website we'll be redo the, the white paper in preparation for the lion mint. So it'll be a lot more detailed. But all the, all the lions and cubs and basically every piece that's that's born or is mended will have a class. But um, where we're different is you can actually lose a class. You can go down a class if you breed wrong. So if, if you breed outside your class or outside the conditions, you can actually lose a class but the top class is the what we call the Royal League Syndicate League, and it'll be where basically you, you follow very, very uh, strict breeding and holding um, of the of the project. Um, as I say, there's going to be a lot more detail in it. I've kind of I'm one of these people that whenever I do something, it's forgot about, and I move on, and I'm always looking to improve it and. Looking at the white paper here at the moment, I've already got quite a plan to improve what we have already with the syndicate leagues. So it's kind of clouding my vision at the moment when I'm talking to you because it's already in my head as such. Um, I actually have to read it myself to understand it because that's how quickly I move on uh, looking for improvements. Right, but that's a good thing. It's not like you just do something, oh, it's good enough
0: and I'm done, right? You guys are continually trying to improve this and not just for yourselves right and the project before your community that's really what this is all about is is giving the community something uh that they truly deserve right and they'll truly enjoy not just minting right but moving into the future just because this is such an interactive project with the breeding and the syndicates and everything else this really is great i'm surprised that people aren't screaming legal lines from the rooftop yet though they will be in the very near future i'm sure As you said, it's getting your
2: name out there. You
0: you can have the best product in the world if no one knows about it. (laughs) Right, man. That's why exposure is so important. But you guys have experience in this. Ian was in advertising for years, right? You're both professional, experienced businessmen. You know how to make this succeed. And having founders like that is a huge boon to the project. All right. So is there anything else we'd like to add on these syndicate leagues? In every mint we're doing, royalties from
2: secondary sales, and right now we have it pegged at about 25% of that, are going to go into what we're calling an end game fund. And this will be directly linked with the Syndicate Leagues. So once again, if you own a league, you will come back to where you will be getting passive income again in ADA, not just in that clause token. And that's why we're setting that aside to the beginning. To let that fund grow, Uh, we will be staking it to, you know, let it, you know, just grow on its own with its own passive income to help support that portion of the project when we get to it.
1: Our NFTs have got traits built into them, which help manage the supply. So whenever the actions of holders actually tag with their NFTs in breeding or, you know, whatever they actually do with them will help us mint. The correct numbers, so it's it's built in really to manage its supply, so we don't overdevelop or overmint.
2: There's randomness built into it. So when you have a lion and a lioness, uh, they will have either one or two minting or um, breeding seasons, and uh, that will be randomized built into it. And when that occurs, the lioness will give birth to one
0: to three cubs. Again, that will be randomized into it. Excellent. It looks like you guys really have uh, hit the nail on the head 100%, depending on which assets the community have or which assets they choose to get, right? Maybe if they they have to scoop something off secondary because they couldn't mint exactly what they wanted, they can pretty much shape this entire family moving forward for generations based on those initial decisions, right? And those will create almost like a butterfly effect, Two other investors, right? Then if that gets sold on secondary, maybe one of the cubs, well, then that cub, it still has those genetics from that first initial breeding session. We are going to have to get into our final question soon, but I would like to ask if you guys have any additional comments before we do that, especially concerning the breeding, because this does seem like a very exciting and very new uh, aspect to this project, right? Not new to you guys, but new to the space. So the more you guys can tell us about it, the better. Sure,
2: we uh, wanted to come up with a concept that really lets the community have some power in dictating how how the project develops. So, say for instance, with the breeding, uh, there's nothing saying you have to breed. Let's say you have a lion lionessa and you you like it just as it is, and we will find there will probably be a perk or two for not going that route. But if you do want to breed, Let's say it's built in, you can do it once or twice. Just because you can do it twice, it doesn't mean you have to. It's your choice whether to do it. It gives you some flexibility how you want to proceed and engage with the project. And that ties in with the Syndicate Leagues in that uh, over time, you need a grandparent, father, mother kind of thing, and a father, mother, and then the cubs. So there may be specific situations where you are working it to your advantage, whether you want to implement that breeding situation or not.
0: Right. Absolutely. So people are going to have to be extremely strategic when it comes to uh, this breeding program. Strategic,
2: but in a fun way. We're trying to combine elements of where you're actually enjoying what you're doing, but you're also you know achieving some passive income at the same time. They shouldn't be mutually exclusive.
0: Right. No, absolutely. And that's kind of the goal. And that's what NFTs are about, right? If people just wanted to invest and just have it be boring, right? Well, go buy some stocks, get on get on Robinhood, right? get on Stash or something. <laughs> but if you want to have fun, you want to be part of a fun community and really take ownership over this and kind of put your own individuality directly into the project. Well, something like League of Lions is definitely right up your alley. All right, guys. Well, with that, I think we do need to start segueing into our final questions. We ask these questions on every show to every project. Now, the first one is the not-so-fun one for some projects, only because it's sometimes an uncomfortable question to answer, but it's necessary because it's always in the back of investors' minds, right? So, on September 2nd, if Mint does not go as planned and you guys do not sell out even though they're all white listed, right and everything else how do you guys plan to pivot and continue to move forward in order to do the best thing not just for yourselves in the project but for the community as well
2: we have um starting with the mint we have a portion of the tolls set aside for other projects that are holding treasuries and that is a 10-pack to where they buy one of each And they will get a different form of passive income down the road when the Lion Mint occurs. And that's just uh, kind of our way of giving back to some of the projects that have really been greatly supporting of us, like uh, Melesium Titans and uh, Bad Fox Motorcycle Club. And uh, we're big fans of SASE as well and several others. Um, We love what Nate's doing over with the Devils. On... minting itself with that if we fall a little bit short nothing is getting burned if we ever did need to go to mint again it would be at a higher price Um, if you've noticed with uh, what we've done so far all of this has cost um, somewhat considerable amounts of money we're not destitute we started this with the idea this is going to be a long-term business plan we're putting our own money into it we we don't need the community's money the money is coming back to start offsetting the costs that we already have in and then to slowly make this a viable enterprise where um, it, it's earning its own. Like the goal of any business, after a while, it earns its own money and the founders don't have to keep putting their own in. And eventually, you know, they
0: can take some of the proceeds out as well to hear right that you guys are not a hundred percent reliant on these funds to be able to move forward is great to hear right because a lot of times people get nervous they say well i love the project i love everything they're doing i want to mint, but what if they don't sell out right can they still do everything they promised and league of lions absolutely can. So that's an amazing thing to hear and to be honest, I don't think uh it's going to be an issue for you guys, right? Especially because this is a whitelist mint and you're allowing people that maybe don't want that whitelist to sell it back to you and they can get their little bit of profit and then you'll get that whitelist to someone that 100% really really wants to be involved and wants to sit on that lifetime pass for a good long time like you should, right and collect all of the amazing benefits that it has to offer. Now for the fun question, all right? If somebody listened to this entire interview, right? They listened to Ian called Big Cat Zach. They listened to Big Cat, Ian and Big Cat speak eloquently. And they loved everything they heard, right? They went down into the show notes and they're on the Discord and they're on the Twitter. And they're upvoting you on the Mint app and giving you five stars and bumping up the trust score. But they need to hear that one more right thing to push them in the back and over the ledge into the League of Lions family. What would you tell them? Ian, I took
2: the hard one. The hard you get one. The fun
1: one. <laughs> I would say, look <laughs> at what we have done to date. We haven't rushed anything. We have delivered everything we said we would, and probably more. Before we lift one ETA from anyone, uh, we pay attention to detail. I mean, our INS, for example, there's been about fifteen revisions of that. Uh, Big Cat knows all about that there because he get a bit of stick on it. <laughs> I got, I got in trouble with our artist.
2: What happened? She, she got a little agitated. Oh, because it just kept getting kicked back? I kept sending it back going, it's just not quite. And uh, to the point she finally <laughs> went, you you understand this is a lion and not a person, correct? It's like, yeah,
0: yeah, I have that. Thank as long you. as everyone's on the same page, yeah. right? So, Continue, Ian. I'm
1: sorry. So you're okay. So I would say do your research. Make sure that whenever you're ready to pull the trigger think, okay, I'll go back again, and research all over again. So be 100% happy, you're investing in the team. Um, we have delivered everything to date. We've got an extensive roadmap. We've got a token sitting. We have got very extensive long plans ahead. We're only really tipping the iceberg of what we're giving you. Um, to be honest, you're looking at the white paper and you're thinking it's very good and detailed. Um, but the white paper is probably about half the size it originally was. We actually had to cut the size of it to uh, to make it more readable. Um, but, I mean, everything we've done, we, we are given a utility from the off. Uh, I, I don't know if you've read into that, but our actual tree of life is a usable asset and it can be used in the stacks metaverse. That was mainly with the help of our great friend, Karen Hip from... Cardistax, who helped assist us, told us what files we needed and everything to make that work. So we're very grateful to her for that. But our tree of life is ready to go into your apartment in the Metaverse, in the Cardistax Tower. That's right from the off.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I didn't, yeah, I, I missed that. I saw something about Cardistax, and, and then we got into something else, probably the breeding, because that totally, like, hijacked my mind. But no, that, that's really cool, and Hippalicious really is uh, super talented, one of the best designers in the space, and she works her freaking tail off. So so I can take my Tree of Life and put it right in my Those AMAs theme studio. And th- Ian, thank you for catching that. Karin's gonna kill me. We love you, Karin Stacks. <laughs> no, Hip's gonna kill me. She's been on here. <laughs> oh, like, I know. Three she, times she may kill us point, both. So. <laughs> She is a very violent person too. She's probably listening to this, and it's the only reason I can say it is because she's not here. But she's very dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, dangerously. Uh, agreed. But uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. We all love her. <laughs>
2: um, we do need to add some. We do need to add something else on the mint. In that um, our original concept were these were going to be full size trees, and then as we talked to Karan, we talked to uh, Azum and uh, Cold Fusion, uh, we, we started morphing it into this idea of well how about we do something that's viable for both projects and something that'd be useful so you know we will have a shop as well to sell things on in stacks and the meta towers and we will be doing an airdrop of these full-size trees if you hold your bonsai in a verified wallet because seeing as how we had made the full-size trees first we started pondering around for ways like well but there's no sense shelving these we're really happy with them but uh, how, how do we work an angle where we can still give them to people? And in addition, it's yet another reason that you would want to hold the mint for somewhat longer, regardless of all the rest of the benefits. You know, in a little ways near term down the road, you'll get
0: dropped a full-size tree as well. Nice. And and will this be the 3D asset that can be used in a metaverse or?
2: Correct. This will also be usable for future metaverses and that we're discussing with a few right now of how
0: we can make use of this as well. Excellent. That's that's really cool. So the tree will match the tree that you already have? It's just a, a full-size version? Or Now, that
2: part we haven't decided for sure yet. At the moment, we had done seven of the full-size trees originally, where we have, you know, ten of the bonsais. Uh, we're still discussing whether we develop the other three, so for a match. But we've also been tinkering around with, well, do you really want the exact same thing you already had? Maybe we uh, randomize it and you just get a random
0: drop of the full-size tree. This is great, guys. I cannot wait to have a post-Mint interview with you guys to talk all about the sellout and how great it went and all the great plans moving forward into the future. Before we, we close up here, guys, are there any final comments?
2: I think we've covered the basis pretty well, and we appreciate you having us on, Ken. You've been wonderful to work with. Oh, well, thank you. I love being lied to. <laughs> yeah. I really
0: do. It, it,
1: it makes well, my day. Then I'm your man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you again so much, guys, uh, for taking the time to come on the show and share all of the amazing things that League of Lines is up to. Please, everyone, remember all of the official links are in the show notes and September 2nd, right? Be there or be square and make sure that if you want to get in on this, this is whitelist only. You have to get in that discord and get that whitelist spot. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll make it pretty painless for you if you're interested. Yeah, just pretty, painless. pretty pain you know it'll still be a little pain but not a lot not a lot right alright guys well thank you Big Cat and Ian so much for taking the time to be here and I'll see you in the Discord
1: sounds great thank you much Ken it's been a pleasure Ken thanks for taking your time a huge thank you once again to Ian and Big Cat for taking time
0: to come on the show all of the official links for League of Lions can be found in the show notes and remember Every investment, no matter how big or small, has to be right for you. So please, always do your own research. Alright, let's dig into this giveaway stuff. So the winner of the Space Otter Society NFT from last Friday's episode has already been posted in the winner's circle on whenmint.app and wenmintpodcast.com. So if you head over to either of those platforms and see your smile and PFP staring you in the face, well, you just won something. All you got to do is shoot us a DM through our Twitter profile. Our Twitter handle is at when mint world within 24 hours of being announced the winner and we'll get you paid. Congratulations. And if you didn't win, do not sweat it, right? We do this every single episode so for today's every episode nft giveaway we're actually going to give away a wave 2 ada monsters nft so if you want to enter to win this ada monster it's super easy all you got to do is be following us on twitter again our twitter handle is at when mint world have a free account on the beta version of our app you can find it in your web browser by typing in whenmint.app and then in the original post announcing the release of this episode on Twitter. Simply like, retweet, and tag five friends. And that's it. You're in the running. The winner will be posted in the winner's circle on whenmint.app and whenmintpodcast.com upon the release of Friday's episode. Good luck. And with that, that's it for me. I'm your host, The Machinist. I hope everyone had an amazing and safe weekend. And I'll see you on Friday with another giveaway, another project. Another interview and another episode of One Mint by those AMAs.